Hey guys, welcome to the Blessing Collection podcast. This is episode three of our series, Hashtag Friendship Goals. And this episode, as you can tell from the title, is Growing Through and From friendships. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how to maintain and grow your current friendships and how to know when it's time to say goodbye to other friendships. If you're new here, make sure to go check out our other episodes and leave a review if you have any feedback for me. And when you guys are done, if you could rate this podcast, that would mean the world to me. And I just want to say thank you guys for all your support and thank you for listening. All right, we're going to go ahead and get into our thorn bud and rose of the week. My thorn is definitely that finals week is upon us. I'm finishing my final essays, which isn't too bad. My workload isn't too bad this week, but I'm stressed about all the tests that I'm going to have to take next week. My bud is definitely that I'm going to get to go back to Texas in a couple weeks and see my parents' new house and just enjoy some time with them at home in a familiar place. So, very excited for that. And my rose was definitely Thanksgiving this past week. I went to Tennessee with my family. I got to see my sister's new house. It was so beautiful and we just hung out all the time and it had Whataburger there which was so amazing. I ate Whataburger twice there. I've missed it so much so I was definitely a highlight of the week. Next we're going to jump into a God is good moment. This week I think it was actually today that I had my God is good moment or maybe it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I called to accept a job. I'm going to be a counselor um, at a youth camp for high school girls in the summer, and I'm really excited. Um, But I was deciding between two camps, and I was feeling like I was leaning towards this one, but I wasn't quite sure if I made the right choice. They sent me an email, and something in the email just made me think about some stuff, and this feeling just came over me. God was able to reassure me that this is where I was supposed to be. He wanted me here, and this was his plan for me, that I would see his hand in that position. So, I am so excited for that, and I'm so grateful for that little God is good moment, that little testimony builder and reassurance in the middle of the week. Now for our Bible verse of the week, it is Ecclesiastes 3.1, and I think this just goes perfectly into what I'm going through now and to what we're going to be talking about in the episode today. It says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. I did a little devotional about change, um, and it was based on Ecclesiastes 3. It's on the Blessing Collection if you want to go check that out. Um, I really liked the things that we were able to talk about in that video. Basically, I love this verse because this is something that I struggle with is being patient and not wishing my life away. I've always been the kind of person that's like, okay, once I again drive I'll be happy once I get a job I'll be happy once I get a boyfriend I'll be happy when I go to college I'll be happy and all of those things happen and I'm still not happy and I just wish my life away and I'm like okay like yeah I know I worked really hard and I was excited to be in college but life would just be so much better when I have my own place and my own job and I'm done with college but I need to stop wishing my life away and just be content in the here and now It says, for everything there is a season and a purpose to every season. And I just think that's so important that whatever you're going through right now, whether you're loving it or hating it, it has a purpose and God is doing a work through you and with you right now. 
Something that I've been struggling with lately is I have been looking back at pictures from just different times in my life and I've been kind of mourning versions of myself and I definitely like who I am better as a person right now but just physical things or things about friendships or you know just different things it's not it's more than just I miss that it's a little bit like oh I wish I was still doing that or I wish that was still a part of my life and I don't like my this aspect of my life now or I don't like this part of my body now it has changed but I think that it's important to remember that there's a season for everything and nothing is going to stay forever, stay the same forever. And that's a good thing. We go through changes. Our body goes through changes. Our career goes through changes, education, friendships, relationships, where we live. Everything is going to go through changes and that's good because it ebbs and flows and that's how we grow. I'm kind of getting off on a tangent, but I'll just say one more thing on this topic. I think that one of the best lessons that I ever learned was that, I think I said it in this devotional talking about Ecclesiastes 3, and it's like, I'm thankful to have someone or something that makes saying goodbye so hard. When I started to look at life like that, it just created a whole new perspective for me. How grateful am I to have loved the season so much that I'm going to mourn it a little bit. And it's okay to mourn it. It's okay to miss it. But I just have to know that God has bigger plans for me. And even though it might get hard before it gets better, it will get better. Okay, I think that was all the segments that we needed to cover at the beginning of the episode. If you guys ever have any God is good moments that you want to share or anything like that that you'd like me to put in the episode, you can just DM me at Emily underscore Shepherd or The Blessing Collection. I will see both of them. So just let me know any kind of topics that you want to hear, any guests that you'd like me to have. And then I always ask, um, and we'll talk about this at the end of the episode, but I always ask how have you or what blessings have you collected this week and I love hearing from you guys and seeing how God's working in your life so don't ever hesitate to reach out and ask me about something related to the podcast or others or a reel or a video you'd like to see I love to hear your guys's feedback All right, now we're going to get into the bulk of the episode. So again, we're talking about growing through and from friendships, maintaining and growing your current friendships, and how to know when it's time to maybe leave someone behind. I have had quite the trouble with friendships over the years. I have always been the kind of person that does best when they only have a few close friends, but I didn't realize that until pretty recently, and I always thought, oh, like, I'm an extrovert. I want to have all of these friends. I want to be going out all the time. I want to be doing all these fun activities, and I've just realized that that's not really my personality. I love more calm settings with fewer friends where I can really be close with and feel comfortable with, and that is okay. For a long time, I tried to deny that part of my personality because I thought that it was cooler or better to be a different way, but if this is what makes me happy, that's how I'm going to spend my life not chasing an idea that I think will be better or that I think will make me happy because I see how it looks on other people and it, it looks fun and exciting in their life. That would be my first piece of advice is whenever you're looking at your friendships, whenever you're looking to grow and maintain them, think to yourself, is this a friendship that I can sustain long term? You know, when I got to college, I started like going out all the time with friends and just doing a bunch of different things and it got really exhausting. And I thought to myself, 
I cannot sustain this. If these kind of people are going to be going out all the time and they never just want to chill, I can't do that. So I invite you to look at your friendships and think, can I see myself being friends with this person for a long time? And if you can't, that doesn't mean cut them off. They could still be great people. They could still be a great connection in your life. But that's just going to help you know, okay, it's okay if I can't always keep up with them. It's okay if I feel exhausted by this friendship because sometimes you do. Sometimes people are just more go, 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 or maybe you are the go, go, go person and other people like to chill and you're like, no, I I feel like I'm missing out and I would rather do these things. So it's just important to look and examine when you're looking to grow your friendships, which one is going to be sustainable and better for me long term. And again, that doesn't mean to cut out the other people. Um, You can still be great friends with them. It's just important to look at whenever you're looking at growing and improving those friendships. All right, so there are some segments that I just want to cover or like concepts, ideas that I want to cover that you know, or maybe some potential trouble spots that you'll run into with a friend. So the first one is fights. I want to talk about conflict. I am such a non-confrontational person. Conflict scares me. I will avoid it like the plague. And it's really just nerve-wracking for me and I get really uncomfortable. I'm a people pleaser. I don't want people to be upset with me. I hate conflict. Something that I've learned over the years is that if you don't address conflict, if you don't confront people with how you're feeling or with maybe how they're hurting you or how you need something else out of the relationship, those things are going to fester inside of you and it's going to build up as resentment and then when it does all come out, it's going to be messy and not as smooth and productive as it could be if you just addressed it right away. We're going to talk about how to know if a problem is worth addressing. And with that, I would say, like, there's no problem too small. Yes, sometimes it might be the case where you are the problem and you need to take a step back and look at yourself and re-examine. But if that person is really your friend, they're going to trust you. They're going to be there to stick around. So you can just bring up something and be like, hey, like, I'm really struggling with this right now. Like, it's really bothering me that maybe you never invite me to hang out with you. Like, I feel like I'm always reaching out. And maybe it's just because that person's really busy and because they don't really do anything else besides with you. Or maybe it is that they just don't think about it and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I would totally keep that in mind. I I want you to feel like I want this friendship as much as you do. I think, again, a problem is worth addressing when you feel like it is consistent, like there's been a pattern. I've had friends in the past who have always made me feel bad about myself when I've left them, and I've been able to kind of address that with them and been like, yeah, I don't like how you talk about inside jokes and how you're making other plans with our other friends right in front of me like that's kind of hurtful and that was a problem that I knew was worth addressing because it was consistent and it had been happening over a long period of time and I knew that I was going to be unhappy if it kept happening. I think another important thing to address in conflict is to look at yourself and say am I contributing to the problem? Like I know sometimes in the past I've been upset because I feel like I haven't been invited to places but I'm like okay well am I inviting that person? Or am I making an active effort to be a part of their life? And so you just need to make sure that I am trying my best. I am putting in the effort. Now it is where this person needs to pick up what I can't do because it needs to come from another person in the relationship. 
Okay, and so then with addressing conflict, I know I don't want to be stereotypical, but I know a lot of my friendships and I know a lot of my other girlfriends' friendships, conflict can sometimes be messy and emotional, and that's okay. We cry because it's important to us. We cry because that person is a big part of our life and we don't want to lose them or we don't want to upset them or maybe our feelings have been hurt and that's okay because we don't want someone that we trust and love to hurt us. It's okay to cry. One of my favorite quotes is, it's okay to cry even Jesus wept. Again, kind of getting off topic, but that is just such a beautiful quote to me. It just is so true. It is okay to cry. It is okay to show emotion. That's literally how our body calms us down it releases endorphins it's a sign that you care so it's okay to get emotional it's not okay though to get enraged and to yell and to fight because that is when contention comes in and nothing productive happens when there is contention i would just say that when you're engaging in conflict with someone think about it this is so cheesy and everyone says this but it really is true think about it as you and that person or as you and that group against the problem not you versus the other problem and that kind of takes away the fighting contentious part away from it and kind of just puts it into perspective like okay there's a problem one or both of us aren't happy right now how can we fix it together because you should be on the same side and you should be on the same team not fighting against each other i think it's also important to take these matters to the lord to um, pray about it to pray to have the spirit with you to pray to have peace with you when you're having these difficult conversations my biggest takeaway um on conflict is just don't let it be awkward afterwards um my best friend and i we got in a pretty big fight right when we came to college and i was so scared because i was living with her And I was like, this is going to be so awkward. Like, I literally share a room with her. This is going to be so embarrassing. I hate this. She just saw me cry. I saw her cry. This is awkward. But it's just important to remember, just like with your significant other or with your mom, that person's always going to love you. And nothing you can do is going to mess that love up for you um, if it is the right friendship. Put away your pride and think, you know, conflicts happen. It's okay. We are human. We both make mistakes. Let's move forward. And I think that one of the biggest things that I've learned about like mending the awkwardness after conflicts or after confrontational conversations is just don't be afraid to like be the first one to reach out Um, after that specific fight that me and my friend had. Like she um invited me to do something later that week or later that night and that was really kind and nice and made it that said to me okay she still cares she still wants to be my friend and she's trying and then that gave me room to then do the same thing to her to serve her more to maybe get her a gift at the store just like something small you know and just to mend that awkwardness and smooth it over and just say hey like I know it was awkward, but it's fine and we're over it now and we're just going to grow and be better from this. And now me and that friend laugh about it all the time. So the awkwardness will pass. Put away your pride and just remember that why, why you're doing that, why it was important for you to have that conversation because you're the one addressing the problem or your friend is either one, you obviously love that person and care about that friendship enough to talk about it because if it didn't matter if that person was annoying you but that friendship didn't matter to you you would just move on and maybe just not talk to them anymore 
but you care about them and I think that's a good sign to remember that we both care about this and that's why it was emotional or that's why it was even a thing in the first place let's just remember why we're doing that and move on and look towards the future last thing is just don't hold grudges um obviously and there's like toxic abusive relationships that's all I'm talking about but just like run-of-the-mill your friend is annoying you or you know whatever it might be maybe your friend just said something in a joke and it hit a little too close to home but it's not a constant pattern of that just don't hold grudges you know God asks us to forgive as we expect him to forgive us and so um, just pray to have your heart softened on those matters and pray to be able to forgive and move on and and not think about those things that cause pain anymore. That is a true testament to me. I've had relationships where some choices that have really hurt me and every time I would think about it, it would just bring so much pain and I wanted that person in my life and I knew that they were sincere in their apology and I knew that we had forgiven each other and I'd mis- made mistakes and they forgiven me but still pain attached to those actions and to those memories but after months and months of praying and time and healing and trying to forgive and trying to see the good in that person I am now able to think about those things and it doesn't hurt as much because I know that's in the past that person regrets it I regret things that I did and we can move on and we can be happy and God heals all Jesus heals all if Jesus can forgive that person and change that person and I can see the change that Jesus put in that person, then I can move on and I can forgive and I can let go of the grudge. The next section of maintaining and growing current friendships we're going to talk about is drifting. This is one of the saddest things that happens in relationships. It just does. You know, we're all in different seasons of life and you might have been really close to someone in high school, but you go to different schools or maybe you're even going to the same college, but you're just in different seasons of life. You have different friends, you live different places, you have different jobs and you just get busy and you start to drift apart a little bit. I think we can all relate to this. I think we can all relate to waking up one day and being like, hey, what happened to that friendship? Obviously, like, I still care about her. I love her, but we haven't hung out in a long time. I don't know anything about her life. There's one of the worst feelings to go on Instagram and see that your best friend had like this big life change. And you're like, I didn't even know that. Like normally, you know, I would have been one of the first people she told, but now here I am finding out with everyone else on Instagram and it's no one's fault. No one, I don't think in most cases, And in my experience, no one is maliciously trying to drift apart. Life just happens. And when you're not making an effort and an active commitment to that person to grow your relationship, sometimes you just drift apart. Some of my best advice on that topic would be to kind of go back to the beginning. Like, is this a friendship that I want to last with me, that I want to take with me? And if it is, make sure that it doesn't fall to the wayside. I know it's easy to get busy. And I know especially when we get comfortable with people, we kind of forget to hang out with them because we're not hanging out with anyone else. And it's just like easy to focus on ourselves. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with focusing on yourself or taking time to, you know, apply yourself to your work or to maybe explore your fitness goals or your spiritual goals or just to take time to relax and refresh yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, we want people beside us on those journeys as well. And so 
I would just say make an active effort and you don't need to talk about this goal, but I would say make a goal that would be like, I want to hang out with this person once a week, or maybe that's a little too ambitious for you. I want to hang out with this person in person one time every two weeks and I want to text them or call them once a week. And so make a goal in your head. I know this seems kind of silly, but just for the beginning, while you are really building that strong foundation of a friendship and just keep that in the back of your head. Have I checked in with her this week? Have I talked to her this week? And then when you do feel yourself drifting, because life does happen if you haven't held true to that goal, just remember that in the back of your head. Give yourself grace. Don't automatically assume, oh wow, she hates me. She didn't reach out to me. Because if you got so busy, why wouldn't you expect the same from her? I think it's important to remember just to think, oh, I got really busy. She probably did too. I'm going to reach out to her. I'm going to say, hey, can I bring you dinner this week? Or hey, do you want to meet up and chat at a cafe later this week? And just make an effort. Um, And nine times out of 10, that person is going to miss you too. That person's going to want to hang out with you. It becomes not drifting. It becomes more than drifting if that person is actively trying to not hang out with you. And then maybe after a few times of you reaching out, of you texting and them kind of giving you the cold shoulder, maybe that is when it turns into, okay, let's address this. Hey, did I do something wrong? I've noticed that we haven't been hanging out as much. Did I offend you? Or is there anything I can do to strengthen our relationship? Things like that. But just to kind of take it upon yourself a few times and just be like, hey, like I know I've been really busy, but I miss you and I want to be your friend and I, I want to make time for us. So let's go hang out. And just again, putting your pride away and realizing that people are probably thinking the same thing you are. They're just too scared to say it. So just be the one that makes the first move and steps into that role and you'll both be grateful for it in the end. Last little thing that I want to touch on in this subject area is that whenever you do drift apart, um, give yourself and that other person grace. I want to go back to the Bible verse that we read at the beginning of this episode. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Uh, there's a quote that's like, some friends are for a reason, some are for a season, and some are for life. And even the friends that are for life, you have different seasons with that person. You might have been best friends with them at one point, inseparable, doing everything together. And sometimes you only talk on their birthday and a couple times a year. And I just want you guys to know that that is okay. Even though it makes you sad, even though you kind of miss that and you mourn that best friendship a little bit, it's okay because you're both in different seasons of life. And if you have found that friendship that is going to be for life, it's going to be okay if you don't talk every day because you're going to know I could call them up at any point in any time of the day of the night, in the year, and they would answer and they would be there for me. You know, they would bury the body with me. Those kind of people that you know it won't be awkward with when you sit down after three months of not talking. You know, you can just pick up right where you left off. I just want to remind you that it's okay to give yourself grace. Life happens. We get busy, uh, especially when you get in a relationship or when you move to a different state or you start a new season of your life like high school or college. And it's okay, um, but just to reach out. And if it's important to you, make that known unto them. What signs are you giving them to show that the relationship matters to you? Next trouble spot that you might run into with friendship, especially if you are really close to this person, if it's a best friend kind of relationship, is jealousy. 
And I guess I should probably actually say envy, not jealousy, because I was listening to a podcast that it kind of explained the difference between jealousy and envy. And if I'm saying it right, jealousy is when you feel threatened by another person about what they have. It's like, oh, they have that job. That means I'm less successful than them because they got a promotion. I am therefore not successful. I'm not worth it. I feel threatened. I don't want them to have that job. Um, And it's just that competition, that jealousy. But envy is just, oh, wow, I wish I had the work ethic that she had. And so we can talk about both. They they sometimes go hand in hand. And I just want you guys to know that if you are feeling jealous of your friends or envious, it's okay. You're not alone. It's a natural it's a natural feeling of the natural man and God has given us tools to overcome it. Last episode we talked about creating a biblical friendship and in 1 Corinthians 13 4 it says love is patient love is kind it does not boast it does not envy it is not proud and so we know that we're not supposed to be envious that it won't bring us joy that it can cause contention to come into relationships but instead we should be proud of the other person and we should love and we should be grateful for what we have but I want you to know that if you are experiencing jealousy, if you are experiencing envy, it's okay. Um, there's a comforting verse in 1 Corinthians 10, 13 that says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So, just like every other sin, just like every other temptation, envy is something that we can overcome with the help of God. It is a part of the natural man. It is a natural tendency. It is hard to combat. It is hard to resist. But God can help us. Um, Like it says, He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. He will always provide a way through it and a way to endure it and a way to be stronger from it. So I think that my biggest advice, whenever you are feeling jealous or when you are feeling envious, it's important to kind of take a step back from that friendship for a little bit and just kind of examine yourself and be like, this is obviously stemming from an insecurity. Uh, I've had friends before that I was really envious of um, their, their friendships or their relationships or their family life or, you know, just different things. And I had to realize, okay, Where is this insecurity coming from? And, you know, sometimes it's because, oh, I don't have the friend group that they do or I don't have the talent that they do. And that was stemming from a place of insecurity when I wasn't confident in my talent or I wasn't confident in my abilities. But I realized that instead of being upset that someone else has it because you know, me being upset about it doesn't take away their success and it's not going to hurt them. It's only going to hurt myself. And I want to be happy for other people. I don't want to um, drag people down because of my jealousy. And so that was something that I kind of had to overcome in myself and think, okay, you know, she has this or she's better at this sport than me. I'm going to work harder to be confident in myself and know that I will never look like her. I will never be like her. I will never have the talent that she has, but I can be the own, my own best version of myself. And you can apply that to anything, to work, relationships, friendships, family, anything saying, you know, this is the hand that I've been dealt. This is the life that God has provided me with. And he's provided it for me with a, for a reason. And I'm going to work to be the best person that I can be 
they can do them and I'm going to be happy for them and I expect them to be happy for me when I try my best. And so I just pray to overcome that jealousy, overcome that envy, overcome the resentment. And because it really is a bitter, festering feeling and it's not fun. And so just open your heart to forgiveness and to see them in a new light and to kind of see them as God sees them and to be able to have love in your heart again for them and to be happy for them. And I mentioned taking some time away from them. I don't mean to ghost them or blow them off because you can't stand to be around them because you're too jealous. So what I mean, I just mean, you know, sometimes it is painful to be around someone that has something that is really hard for you. And that's not even jealousy always, you know, that's just if you're struggling with something and and someone, if that's really easy to someone, it can just be painful. That's natural. It can be painful to be around. So if you need to take time to yourself don't be afraid to do that. But in the long run, think is this, is my appeasement worth the friendship, you know? And if that friendship is a productive friendship and that is something that you want to continue and to grow, um, work on yourself a little bit and think, how can I be the best version of myself? How can I be happy for that person? We have two more segments. One is distance. And I don't have a lot of experience in this because I just moved to college. And so a lot of my friends didn't live far away. Um, But I have one friend that moved in the middle of high school and she's one of my very best friends. I think that something that I've learned from that friendship is I want to be better about reaching out to her when we are far apart and um, with FaceTime and text and things like that because that friendship is important to me and like we talked about earlier I don't want to drift but something comforting to me is that whenever I do get to see that friend whenever we're visiting or whenever we get to um, be together it's like nothing has changed and it is so fun and we have so much to catch up on and so I think that if you are in a season of distance with your friend just cherish the moments that you are together and I think that a way that you can feel closer to them is by praying with them or praying for them if you want to you can pray with them but I meant praying for them and asking how can I pray for you how can I support you I feel like praying for someone and having those conversations of asking for prayer requests is such a way to connect to someone and it's so personal because it feels like you're going through that with them as much as you can and you are a part of that and you care enough to talk about it and to see them get through that. This one is kind of the same thing as the drifting. Just make an effort. If this is something that you want to continue throughout your life, make an effort, make a goal. I'm going to FaceTime them once a week or, you know, I want to see them at least, I don't know how far the distance is, but a couple times a year, one time a year, and just really make an effort. I know distance is really hard. I have other experiences with relationships and family. And I think that something that has helped me is just to find cute games and activities that you can do, whether it's a watch party on Netflix or an online game, just to feel connected to that person and to make it seem like you're still spending quality time with them because you're not getting to be next to that person. So really just to grow on the relationship. And I think that distance is such an opportunity to grow your relationship whether it be platonic or romantic or familial or whatever because you're not seeing them every day so you have to make time for them and you have to connect on a deeper level and you get to talk and get to know each other and you get to know things and have conversations that you never have before like we've talked about everything is for a season 
and celebrate the season of distance um, because you might not always be that and you maybe you want to reminisce maybe you never want to be in distance again but you can reminisce oh yeah remember when we were long distance or remember when you lived in that state and I lived in this one and it was so hard but it was so fun that we got to have those memories together and then when we did get to reunite when we did get to visit it was so much more um meaningful because we just had so much to tell each other and we were so excited to see each other okay last little section is toxic relationships and i hate the word toxic because it just seems so negative but sometimes it is necessary and sometimes we do have to realize when there are relationships or people in our lives that really are being a toxic presence in our life the definition of toxic said something along the lines of protruding unpleasantly in an insidious way and insidious means being subtle but harmful so you might not even notice that it's there but it is harmful and it is seeping in and I think that is a perfect way to describe it when I think about some of the relationships in my life that I would deem toxic or that I am glad that I was able to remove myself from I think about relationships where one day I woke up and I was like why am I friends with these people like I am so unhappy and it wasn't one singular event but it was a gradual process of pattern after pattern of them doing harmful things to me and that is exactly what toxic means how to know when it's time to walk away I think one of the biggest telltale signs that you are in a toxic relationship or maybe not even toxic but in a non-productive, non-beneficial relationship is if you do not like the person that you are when you're around them or the person that you see yourself becoming. You know, we always hear you are who you hang out with. You are who you surround yourself with. A few times in my life, I've looked at my friends and I've kind of said, I don't want to be like these people. You know, these people make decisions that I don't want to make these people say things that I don't ever want to catch myself saying and so that made it kind of easy for me to say okay I'm gonna remove myself from this and of course it wasn't easy it was very hard but to be able to say I would rather be lonely and have no friends than be that kind of person because I know myself and I know my goals and I know my relationship with God and I know that I never want to be that kind of hurtful person. Of course, when you're thinking about these things, remember to evaluate what we talked about in conflict. Is it me? Am I the problem? Um, What can I do to fix it? But at a certain time, a relationship is a two-way street. Um, It takes two to make it work. And I think that you just have to know, like, am I doing my part? Am I doing are both of our roles you know we've all been in a friendship where we knew that if we stopped texting if we stopped hanging out with them we would just be radio silence i think that we're gonna just assume that in this in these cases you know that you're in a toxic relationship and i think that if you don't know i would definitely counsel with a mentor or a parent or a sibling and kind of or another friend that's not related that is like a third party and be like hey this is what i'm seeing this is what i'm doing this is what this person's doing and try to be as open and unbiased as possible in your explanation and kind of get some advice on what other people think and if it is right or if it's wrong. In my life, I've had relationships where I thought that we were just the best of friends and then I would tell my family members some of the things that they would do or say that kind of annoyed me and they were like, that's awful. Like, does that happen all the time? Like, you should not be treated like that. That was kind of like a wake-up call to me. So, 
definitely don't be afraid to get advice, but make sure that you're doing it in a constructive way and not gossiping about that person because, again, we don't want contention because contention is of the devil and contention is not productive. And you're never going to feel peace, even if walking away was the right thing to do, if, if you left things on bad terms. And sometimes that's unavoidable. Sometimes it's just going to happen. But if you could have um, prevented a big blow up from happening or something like that, I know for me, like those are things that I've regretted is not handling it as gracefully or as kindly as I could have. I don't know if I already said this, but pray for the courage to walk away. God is not going to let you be tempted or not going to put you through anything that you can't handle. You're always going to be able to endure it. So just remember some friends are for a reason. Sometimes that reason is to know, okay, yeah, I never want these kind of friends again. Sometimes it's, oh, they helped me here in this time in my life, but I'm growing in a different direction than them and they are no longer being beneficial to me. And that sounds really selfish, but it's something to consider. Is this person benefiting me? Because relationships are supposed to be mutually beneficial. You're supposed to be helping each other and both inspiring each other to be better. So pray and then make sure that you have a support system if possible, whether that be family, whether that might be a teacher or a mentor or another friend. Just have someone in your corner that you can go to because it will get lonely. Whenever you leave these toxic relationships, it will get lonely. I went through a situation where I literally had no friends for months and I broke up with my boyfriend at about the same time and I was completely alone for a long time and it was a pivotal time in my life where I thought that I would be so happy and I saw all these people on social media and it was supposed to be one of the best times of my life and it was really hard and I'm not sharing that to have a pity party or to complain but I'm just sharing it in hopes that you might be able to relate and you might be able to see oh other people are going through this too and it does get better. I promise you will find friends. You will find yourself. You will find Jesus. You will find what you need in those times. And even though it might get lonely, it'll be better than being in a toxic, draining relationship. Lastly, just to finish out this little portion of the episode, just some things to watch out for in yourself and in others whenever you're making friendships is, you know, hostility, being really snappy with people, being mean, just basic things, and then like dishonesty, disrespect. Can you have opinions and talk about them and not feel ashamed or judged because of the other person's response? You know, if you're constantly being left out, that is a form of bullying. You know, if you're purposely being excluded from things, um, watch out for that. Watch out for people who just drain you and who don't lift you up and who don't inspire you to be a better person all these things while they might not all be toxic they are all signs of maybe a not so great relationship and again I want to go back to do you like the person that you are becoming or do you feel good about yourself whenever you leave hanging out with them or whenever you're with them and that can kind of be a good guide of is this a beneficial relationship with me and I want to de uh, decipher two different things. There is one thing as discomfort as, oh my gosh, these people read their Bible every day. They don't do this. They don't do that. But they do all these things and they are so um, what looks like to be righteous and holy. And of course, we know that not everyone is perfect. And you're feeling uncomfortable because you're like, well, I don't go to church every week or I don't read my Bible every week, but I want to. And I admire them for that. And I respect them from that. And I want my life to look like that. And again, remember that your life will never look like someone else's, but 
you can see that, oh, they have a light, they have a joy, they have a hope about them that I want. And so if I hang out with these people and I start going to church and I start working on my relationship with God, and it doesn't have to be spiritual, that's just the example that I picked. Um, It could be like success and career. I want to be successful like these people. I want to work as hard as these people do. So surround yourself with them and adopt their qualities just to kind of wrap up hashtag friendship goals again just remember that the people that you surround yourself should uplift you should bring you closer to god whether they are religious or not you should feel the spirit around them and just remember that everything good comes from god so if that relationship is good if it's uplifting you know that it's a good one um and you should maintain it and build it and if it's not if it's drawing you further away from god or further away from the person that you want to be that's how you know that maybe it's time to walk away all right thank you guys for listening we're gonna wrap up with our be the blessing invitation today so this week i invite you guys to be the blessing by reaching out to someone that you maybe haven't talked to in a while an old friend and make plans to catch up whether that be in person or over the phone whatever you can do within your means and within your circumstances make plans to catch up and reach out and nourish those friendships also if there is um a relationship that you're unsure about that you might think a bit toxic or isn't beneficial anymore pray about it pray to discern pray to be able to know is this a good direction should i keep maintaining this friendship now one of my favorite parts of the episode we are going to do our collected blessings of the week so someone said not getting a ticket when pulled over i'm so poor <laughs> so i love that and i can totally relate there is such a relief when a cop doesn't see you or when you don't get a ticket and you're just like, wow, God was looking out for me because I totally deserved a ticket. So I love that. Someone else said people who have never heard the gospel before have heard it and are responding to it. I love that. That is so happy and so joyful. Someone else said my uncle had a successful lung transplant. I'm so grateful for that and I'm so happy for you and your family. And someone else said family time and I can definitely relate to that one. I have loved the family time that I got this week. Hope you guys all had a happy Thanksgiving and enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to rate and leave a review if you have any feedback. Go ahead and follow The Blessing Collection and Emily underscore shepherd on instagram to stay updated on all of my posts and see all of my other content relating to lifestyle wellness and faith all right thank you guys so much i had so much fun talking to you i hope you have a great week and um, a blessed day love you all bye